welcome back to another brand new episode of Take a Shelfie, the podcast about beer and bottle shops and friendship and all those great things. I am Jeff Martin, and with me as always is my friend and brother in barley, Matt <laughs> Prince. <laughs> brother in barley, all right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it works. I can't knock on that. It works. We're going we're gonna to get into this. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's start, Matt, by talking about what we're drinking right now, because it closely relates to what we're going to talk about this episode. This is a beer of your choosing. Yeah, so this is like, uh, I called you and I said, there are some new beers from uh, KCBC, Kings County Brewing Collective, at the bottle shop. Can you pick one up on the way over here? And you called me and ran a couple names by me, and we landed on Conehead the Barbarian, or the Beer Barian, a little play on words there. Um it's a delightful little IPA, 7.2%. We're dealing with some cryo, citra, mosaic, Simcoe, and Yukonot hops. And uh, the reason why I had you pick this, Jeff, is because today we are talking about can art. So, yeah, uh, I mean, we've talked about KCBC uh, in a previous episode, but um, I know them pretty well from across the beer shop. Um, they have these very cool comic book-themed designs to their cans, and then they also have a very clear... KCBC right on the label, so it's easy to see that it's them. It's it's a similar um, theme for every can, even though the design isn't exactly the same. Um, it's it's a great personality that they've cultivated. It's it's a very cool can. Yeah, you know, it's got great colors. It's got a bunch of different characters on it. It really does look like a page out of a comic book. And I and I don't want to leave out. Uh, this is a collaboration. It was brewed with uh, Serene Craft Beer, and I don't want to leave them out of this conversation. But this is definitely a KCBC can. Um, yeah, you know, the reason why we're talking about can art today is because when you're in the bottle shop, um, you know, a lot of times your decisions could you know be altered by can art. I mean. Flat out, you're going to be looking at upwards of hundreds of different beers, and if you're looking for a certain style, you're going to be looking at upwards of a hundred of the same style of beer. I mean, I would say it's pretty safe to say that the bottle shops we go into have at least a hundred IPAs. I don't think that's a stretch. So if you're looking for one, um, you're, it's really going to be what catches your eye. Yeah, it, I mean, all these cans are just so cool nowadays. Uh, they all have great designs, and that's because there's so many options there's so many craft breweries out there that you need to have personality you need to have something that draws someone to grab you and um i think yeah a lot of the ipas tend to have uh maybe the most adventurous designs that i've seen oh definitely and uh i really appreciate and we'll get into this as we go along but i really appreciate a brewery that you can spot from across the bottle shop i like when a brewery has a distinct look to their cans um, and I really think can art's kind of become something like um, album artwork for you know a record. Um, you're seeing a distinct look. You you're seeing the evolution of uh, each brewery's you know art, and you're seeing breweries actually hiring out artists to come in and design their whole portfolio. I think it's really cool, and we've seen some uh, people really take off in the industry with their can art, and you know, guys doing multiple breweries, guys, girls, you know, everybody doing multiple breweries, and um, it's it's pretty cool. I'm glad you made that connection to uh, album shopping, because uh, I remember in college a lot going down to the city and going to the used record shop or, or a place that sold new vinyls. Vinyls weren't as 
big when I was in college as they are now. So you had to go to a specialty shop, but you would wander um, and you just see what caught your eye. But uh, the way that I found myself shopping is similar to how I find myself shopping for beer based on can design in that I know what I'm looking for um, at the, you know, the top level, you know, I know I'm looking for a rock record. And so I go to there and then I see sort of what grabs me. Or I know that I'm looking for something, I don't know, by Van Halen and I see what grabs me. And the great thing about a can like KCBC is it's got the name right on the front. Um, And so you know that it's them and then you can sort of see what grabs you among those. I don't tend to enjoy cans that have no labeling on them at all. Uh, it's just it's just art. So there was one in the shop today that I saw and it was this really cool design. It was um, you know a colored pattern and it you know kind of looked like um, it kind of looked like a tired hands can. okay And so I kept going back to it and going back to it and going back to it. And I finally grabbed it. I was like this this thing is stood out throughout every pass that I've gone through these doors. Uh, and it was a vanilla lactose IPA. Of course. Um, which is not my favorite style. So, Do you remember I, what it was, Jeff? Do you remember what the brewery was? I don't remember what the brewery was because they. it was hard to find the name of the brewery. Mm. The first thing I, you know, I saw the pattern and I turned to the side and it said what the type of the beer was. And I didn't even get as far as the brewery. Right. I really appreciate a brewery that you can locate the name right away because I don't want to look. I want to know, oh, it's that brewery, and then I want to kind of read about the beer. I like when there's a description about the beer, you know, and something maybe a little deeper than just the hops that are in it because for the average beer drinker, they're not going to understand the difference between the hops. Maybe like a flavor profile would help, and I really enjoy when that happens. So we have a bunch of cans in front of us today, Jeff, Uh, varying levels of artwork, you know, different kind of designs um, that I kind of cobbled together from my beer fridge. Oh, I recognize some of these right off the bat and not by the color or design of the can, but just sort of the general theme. Um, The the one that grabbed me right away was Neshaminy Creek. Um, They have the, the name written on the silver uh, part of the can right above the label itself, and then they have a very cool can design. And then the one that's furthest from me right now looks to me like a, like a single-cut can. Now, single-cut, I know to be sort of have a planer can, but just the the bands on either side, oh, and then I see the I see the little crown peeking up now. So that's definitely a single-cut can to me. What, what is that one? This is, you know, I was talking um, on one of our past episodes about that uh, Imperial Schwartz beer. Mm-hmm. This is it, and it's oh. actually a collaboration with um, KCBC. So we're seeing some of that bright, uh, vivid KCBC, those colors, and we're seeing it on the single-cut um, design label with the little crown up top. Um you know, Single Cut recently has evolved their can art. We're seeing some of their old brands now getting a complete um, full color palette on the can. It used to just be the logo centralized on a more of a white palette, but now we're seeing a complete color palette. And, you know, one thing I'll actually say I don't love about the Single Cut can, um, and hopefully this is something they address in the redesign, is... This thing, it's you know sort of the the bars on on the top and bottom and sort of a um, a plain field mm-hmm. and then just a, a little logo in the middle yeah. and 
it doesn't tell you the name of the beer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell you the style of beer. Uh, you just know that it's single cut by the design of the can, but you can't really tell much else about the beer. Wow. So this is sort of one where I have an affinity for the brewery, and so I'm going to grab it no matter what, or I'm, you know, I'm likely to try to grab one. But uh, it does frustrate me when I can't fig- find out anything about the beer. But right here it says Imperial Schwartz beer. So that's yeah. that's a good thing they've done here. Right. What are some of your favorites in this lineup here? You know, one of my favorites is kind of an evolution of a prior design, and that's Allagash White. Classic. Now, over the last year, maybe a year and a half, Allagash finally, finally put their uh, flagship uh, wit beer in a can. And it is now in 16-ounce cans in their full distribution, and they're also in 12-ounce cans in select distribution. And what I love about this can, as um, as someone who's been to Maine, it looks like Maine. You're getting this river scene with some trees on the side of the river. It looks like the kind of beer that you should be enjoying while you're outdoors. And that's, I think, what they're going for. And I appreciate that. And it gives me that serene feeling of being out in nature. It looks like the beer you want to crack after a long day of hiking or a long day of riding, you know, the rapids or, you know, whitewater rafting, something like that. Uh, and I think that's what they're going for. I think that's the aesthetic that they want. And it's simple. It's it's plain. It's not plain, but it's it's very clean. You know what it is right away. It you know the iconic look, and it is a play off of the old bottle label. Art. Right. They took the bottle label and and you know they essentially zoomed in and put it on the can. And something that I think that is cool about this can, and something that I I like when I see in cans is it's full color all the way to the brim, uh, or all the way to the cap of the can. Um, you know, for obvious reasons, a lot of small breweries just get a ton of plain silver cans, uh, and then they slap stickers on them, yep. uh, depending on what the beer is. But I mean, I, you know, certainly Allagash has the resources and Allagash white is, a you know, flagship beer that it's worth getting a full color can. And, yes. and that's a really cool one. There's another one here that is from a smaller brewery, but does the full color can, uh, this is Foreign Objects. Tell me about this beer. So this beer is uh, Mind, Body, Light, and Sound. It's one of their new American hoppy ales. They've kind of they've kind of moved away from calling them IPAs because of the uh, the fact that these hazier beers aren't in line with the old IPAs, the West Coast, the Piney IPAs. Um, but all their can art looks like a beautiful painting. Um, Foreign Objects is uh, out of New Paltz, New York. Um, the head brewer and owner is actually from our area, Jeff. He lives out in Downingtown, right across the field from uh, Victory. And he had some experience with Tired Hands. And you're seeing some of that, those uh, you know, more artistic choices in his can art. And this is what most of his beers look like. Like I'm thinking the first one I had from them was Wet Gravity. And it's also very similar to this. And I always know what a Foreign Objects can is when I see the artwork. And I appreciate that. Uh, And their name is clear on it. And they have their iconic... you know, it looks like a hot air balloon or something flying through the the atmosphere. And um, I, I love, I appreciate their simple, you know, stylistic logo. What's kind of cool about uh, foreign objects is there's nothing uh, like large um, and obvious about the can. It's sort of like a splatter design. It's almost like a Pollock painting, uh, and it it's 
I know I just said that this sort of annoys me, but it's cool on this can where you can't really see the name of the beer. Right. Um, but, you know, you know it is foreign objects. And so, like I said with KCBC, uh, and like I said with Single Cut, the the brewery itself has a personality that is consistent across their cans. I find that's also true. We said a Tired Hands. Tired Hands has similar designs across all their cans. Yep. Um, or a similar, you know, feeling. Treehouse, Trillium, um, they have similar, you know, themes across all their cans, and so it's easy to spot. Oh, yeah. Trillium, you know, you see that white can, you know it's Trillium with it, the name on the right, and then, like, uh, some really, really cool, almost looks like a little sketch on the left. It's almost surprising when you see a non-white label on a Trillium, yep. um, which they've done a couple times. So what are some of your other favorites here? Um, you know... I, we've talked about it already, but the Nishamini Creek can is great. And this is by an artist. His name is J.P. Flexner. He does all of their can art. And it's really um, the evolution of Nishamini Creek. This beer is uh, the shape of haze to come. It's a play off their shape of hops to come that was at one point uh, a pretty hot beer. Um, you know, they have evolved with the, the industry. They've taken their... They're, they're kind of a hot IPA that came out every so often with all of those hot varieties that they would have in it, and they made it hazy. And this one is a pineapple um, forward shape of haze to come. I've not had it yet. I'm very interested in drinking it, but the the vivid characters, it kind of reminds me of KCBC in a way because you have a lot of different characters on the art, characters rooted in hops and pineapples. Uh, you got what looks like some sort of wizard on there. It, it's just really cool looking. And uh, I know that's such a simple way of describing it. But when I'm looking for a can, I, I want something cool looking. I want something that looks cool in my fridge. I want something that looks cool in my hand. And I know that makes me sound a little, you know, maybe a little pretentious or maybe it's not about the beer. But this is a good beer um, that is also uh, looks cool. So that's the double whammy. I wanted to shout out some other ones that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, as having great can design. Uh, Trogues, we'll talk about them a lot because they're uh, a Pennsylvania-based brewery. They have great design. They've had great design in the past. They're, they've started to evolve the design, yeah. and it's, it's still great. It's obvious that it's a Trogues can. Yep. Um, and it's obvious on the can um, what the type of beer is just based by the design. Yes. It's really cool. Um, we talked about Tired Hands. They have great ones. Lawson's is another one that I really like. The The central logo, it almost looks like it doesn't change very much, even though it does per beer. But just the, the drawing style of the logo of the beer uh, is different for every can. But then the color changes, yeah. and it's just a very plain uh, can otherwise. Uh, and that's, that's really iconic. It's really easy to... Um, acknowledge that as being from them. Oh, yeah. I love the sun in the middle of Sip of Sunshine. That sun is just like such a beacon. You see it, you're like, good beer. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab that. It's a good beer. I know that sun. I know that face. Like, that is a beer that I want. Um, I also want to shout out uh, Keith Shore is like a really well-known can artist. He, he does work for McKellar. He's done work for Tired Hands. You know, the artists behind the can, they are given the beer and kind of told the flavor profile and kind of what the beer is about. And then they get to go and run with the idea. And I think that's really cool. And I also love uh, Hudson Valley's can art. Hudson Valley is a brewery. I've been dying to try their beer. 
but the can art is like half the reason why. I, I love sour IPAs and that's what they're known for, but their can art, it's like art. And like, we're talking about Trogues. Jeff, my bar in my basement, I have three Trogues prints. That's the artwork to my bar hanging in frames. You know, they really are artwork and a lot of breweries are turning their can art into artwork. You can go to The Alchemist and get Hetty Topper or Focal Banger posters. You can go to Tired Hands and get art prints. You know, they're not the only breweries doing this because breweries understand that the work that the craftsmanship on their can can stand alone aside from the beer is there a danger at all when there's a brewery that has poorly designed cans that it might turn you away from them have you uh you know are there any breweries that you know the name but you've never grabbed it because you just look at the can and think i'm not sure i'm interested in that a hundred percent and i hate to say this because this is a brewery i drank a lot of when i first got into beer but i really dislike their new can art and that's victory i don't like their new design i think their new design looks it just doesn't look like enough was put into it it looks like um kind of simple uh it looks mass produced and i i know that's a weird thing to say but it looks like something that that uh you know a lot of breweries would do and it looks like something that wasn't given the time um and i know they did this big um they did this big unveiling of all their new artwork and i just it doesn't jive with me and i hate to say it because i love victory and i love top devil growing up but you know all these beers look different now and i just it doesn't look like my victory anymore um so i will give it pass to victory Uh, and i might not even look at it i might look at it and be like no no i'm good Matt, I was ready to challenge you on that, and I was ready to say how much I enjoy Victory's can art, and I think that's just a holdover from the fact that I like Victory's beer, um, but I just looked at this, you know, unveiling picture. That's not a great design. No, it's not. Um, it's consistent across the brand. Oh, definitely. And that's a good thing, but does that mean, like, the, the this iconic Summer Love can is going to go away? Uh, I would think so. Um you know, I used to love the Summer Love can. I think it already has gone away to an extent. I used to love all the little, the little like almost clip art pictures of summer images. I used to really love Summer Love. Is it the most complex beer? No, but it was an easy drinking beer that when I saw it on the shelf, it meant summer was coming. And with all the little clip art artwork, all those images, the ice cream, the baseball, that's all I wanted to drink while enjoying you know, summer activities. Now, I don't get that same feeling. Now, I'm not rushing to get summer love when it comes out. It doesn't look the same. It doesn't elicit those same feelings from me. It doesn't elicit that same nostalgia from me. So I will pass. And um, and I, I, like I said before, I hate to say that, but it's it just, I really wish Victory hadn't gone the route that they went. They did a real good job a couple years ago. They they did a reimagining. I'm looking at the guy's website. His name is Brian Kenny, uh, who redid it a couple years ago. And you know he sort of turned these you know maybe over designed art pieces into something a little simpler that still had the personality. Uh, I'm not a fan. And the reason I asked you the question before is if there's a can that turns you off. There's a there's a brewery I hear about that I've heard about for years, and I just can't jive with the can. It's Modern Times. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, that can looks like um, a spiked seltzer can. Yeah. And I guess I guess it's possible that, you know, I haven't drank it for so long. You know, I've just... 
it's never come into my possession. And then seltzer companies came up, and now that's the association that I make. But it's just sort of a boring can, and I, I, it says that tells me boring beer, and so I've never bothered to try it. It's funny you say that, Jeff, because they do a lot of only brewery-only releases out there. In San Diego, they also do um, a lot of more locally distributed beers that have much different can designs. If you look at the stuff that we don't get out here, the can designs are way different, but they're mass-produced beer that they send all over. does look like a seltzer. I never even thought about it like that, but I know Modern Times is a great brewery. I see their cans on the shelf. I pass, and I've never really understood why. I think that might be why. I think it's because it kind of looks like seltzer. I was researching this topic for a little while when I when you suggested that we talk about can art, and they are mentioned among the best, not for their brewery-only releases, but for the one that winds up on the shelves everywhere. And I, I guess I just don't understand it, but if you say they're a good brewery, I'll have to forgo the can art and give it a try. And maybe maybe I'll open a whole new world to myself. It's possible, Jeff. Well, there's a whole world of can design out there, and you know I'm sure we'll mention can design in future episodes when we're looking at beers. But you know if we don't stop ourselves now, we're going to talk for 12 hours about can design. I mean, Jeff, and, I've, I've got the time. Yeah, I got to be somewhere. <laughs> um, but that'll do it for this episode. You can check in with us on social media. On Instagram at Shelfie Podcast. You can visit us at shelfiepodcast.com where you can listen to the episodes streaming. And there's a comment section where we encourage you to tell us about your favorite can art. Um, maybe some breweries that have boring cans that you know they're they're boring, but you love the brewery and you're gonna encourage us to try it anyway. Until next week, my name is Jeff Martin. And I'm Matt Prevence. Cheers. Cheers.